Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration in education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime city mouse? Uh, maybe? We got a city slicker over here. I don't know. Got, got some Curly's gold, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you reference something older than me? <laughs> we got babe in the big city over here. <laughs> we got sheep in the big city. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that was a fun back. one. I, yeah, I... That that is a very Brendan reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of old. It's like a fever dream that some people remember but aren't sure really exists. It, it could have been Mandela effect on its own. Yeah, that's Am my I thinking of Sean the Sheep. Is is, is that Sean the Sheep? No, it's not. <laughs> See, I don't know what you're talking about. So I was like, is it Sean the Sheep? It's not Sean the Sheep. I know it's not. <laughs> it, I can't even because it like Sheep in the Big City was like a weird cartoon. But it wasn't like Courage the Cowardly Dog weird of like it'll traumatize you as a child. It's just like this is just off. It's just it's just odd. It's just <laughs> a weird something show. Something about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the animation sensibilities of Courage, but uh, without the horror element. So it was just like chaos Ugh. in the city. Yeah, it's just like who's this for? Because <laughs> it doesn't feel like kids. <laughs> but I also don't get the jokes as an adult. <laughs> uh, but speaking uh, speaking of uh, chaotic cartoons, anime. Uh, what have <laughs> going on this week? Well, well, it was your choice. Yep. <laughs> Don't look at me. Uh, I love starting a segue when I'm, and then halfway through realize, oh, you're throwing it to yourself. How do you, how do you get <laughs> it? <laughs> uh, well, yep. Uh, so uh, this was a recommendation from Victoria Kodak. We're watching Non Non Biori today, Ooh. which seems chill. <laughs> and as I mentioned last time, my only frame of reference for this show is there's a popular TikTok song that's <laughs> apparently from this. So that's all I have to go off of. That's Great. more than I got. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of this, so... I yeah, love it. I love the hesitation of, like... <laughs> I love the audible sound of Dugan flinching of, like, it seems chill? Or it could be a weird twist in episode three where it's, like, an existential yeah. horror show. We've been burned before <laughs> so many times that if something is called, like, Cotton Candy Fairy City, you're going to be like, oh, and when's the demon coming in? When <laughs> when does it become a hellmouth? I was, I was talking to a friend of mine about Yuki Yuna as a hero, and I was just reliving that episode. Oh, uh, boy. I had a great time with that episode. <laughs> I just can't believe it. Like, it's what I've come to expect from magical girl shows is that there is some horrific twist because of Madoka Magica, uh -huh. but nothing could prepare me for what Yukiuna is a hero would do. <laughs> nothing could prepare me for that. I watched all of it. Why? Because <laughs> we had a deal that if I watched that, you would watch Elf and Lead. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> how'd, how'd that go? Well... I couldn't tell you anything about Elf and Lee. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah, this seems chill. I'm ready for the other shoe to drop, but uh, this is a, a 2013 series, so it's... I keep wanting to say, like, it's not that old, but oh, it's almost 10 years old. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but, yeah, uh, don't really have too much else to say, so shall we... <laughs> Shall we just uh, uh, do do it? Yes, just get on, on in. in there.
ever get nostalgic for a life you never lived? Absolutely. Uh, uh, that is it. I see. Uh, I, my damn family. We, I could have been a dairy farmer in the Azores, but no, <laughs> they had to go to America. I feel like I've said, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I found out. My mm-hmm. grandma Barbara, she passed away. Rest in peace. I loved her very much. She owned a farm. Oh. And she sold it to somebody. I could have been living Stardew Valley. <laughs> she could have left <laughs> so that for close. me in her will. <laughs> so close. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've, I've also said this. I would not do well on a farm. <laughs> yeah. But God, it seems great. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be down for a homestead where I'm like, I gotta feed me. I don't need reliable crops for, like, the community. But that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I I think of being a sheep rancher all the time. That's my getaway <laughs> fantasy. The dream! Uh, back in Pennsylvania, my grandpa lives out in Lancaster. For anyone who doesn't know, that's where a lot of the Amish are. Just a whole lot mm-hmm. of Amish who are recluses and uh, shun electricity and all that stuff. Um, and he's just out there saying, I grew up in Philadelphia. Fuck this. I'm moving to the country. <laughs> Good for him. So going out, watching this, it brought back a lot of like memories of Lancaster County and stuff. Mm. And for anyone who dreams of being a farmer, it proves you've never done a day's worth of farm work in your life. Because that is an exhausting existence. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a lot. It's so fucking much. <laughs> but yeah, it, my, it does have uh, a charm. Yeah, my great-grandma had a dairy farm back in good old Rhode Island, and uh, uh, after she passed, it ended up uh, selling, so we did, like, the evil version of Stardew Valley, so um, that's... (laughs) You turned uh, it into a... I always think back and be like, damn it, I could have said dibs. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the deed. (laughs) Uh, But I had to go and like goddamn cartoons. Like Like a fool. Ugh. <laughs> now we're here. We got an anime uh, podcast. Uh, speaking of cartoons, <laughs> shall we get into it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we start out. The first two minutes on the show immediately sold me because it's mm-hmm. just a beautiful montage of the Japanese countryside while a first grader plays the recorder. And it's. <laughs> mm, Oh, I was oh, trying delicious. to figure out if that was part of the background music or if it was a bit. <laughs> it, they started in like, oh, yeah, just gentle vibes. And then they just slowly fade up the recorder because we see a first grader walking down country roads just tooting a tune. I love it. The off-tune recorder just like yanked me fully back to like grade school. of Like, oh, God, mm-hmm. it's that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, it hits you right in the nostalgia immediately. They're like, if you didn't grow up in the country, who cares? You played recorder in first grade. It's a universal (laughs) experience. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she's walking down the road, and we see her friend run up to her. And then we get an internal thought uh, as she thinks, hmm... Do we live in the country as the camera (laughs) zooms in on a cow in the background? It's a good cow. It's a good zoom. It's a very good cow. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then we get the opening credits, you know, just mm, uh, vibes, vibes. mm, (laughs) Chilling. Uh, This this show is the warm... This is what I need summer to be, not the uh, hellscape reality of Los Angeles that I have. (laughs) Yeah. Now I get uh, summer homes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
when there's actual weather, you want to escape to somewhere that's warm. When it's yeah. all warm, you want to escape to literally anywhere else on the planet. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we see uh, this first episode, I feel like, doesn't do a great job saying all of these characters' names, so I only have some of them. Um, so we see an older girl, uh, Natsumi, and the first grader with the recorder, uh, Ren. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet up, uh, they're walking to school, and they go and uh, meet up another kid on at the bus stop. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's such a beautiful day. What a waste to go to school, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then they catch the bus, and only one other kid is on it. And it takes them to uh, Asahiga... Yeah. Nope. Uh, Brendan oh. moment. Whoa, Asahi- hey. <laughs> <laughs> Asahigauka uh, Branch School. And that's the last time I'll say the school name. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I didn't I'm even know what it was called. It it's a long yeah. one. Um, <laughs> There's five students. I just called it school. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to school uh, where, yeah, we see the entire school is a single classroom made up of varying aged kids because there are five children in this town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so literally back to uh, like a one house, uh, uh, old school prairie schoolhouse. Uh, but oh, we have our fifth student being introduced. We got a transfer student from wow. Chick. Yep, Chick. Uh, uh, this is a fifth grader, uh, Ichijo uh, Hotarun. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, she is the new student from Tokyo. Her dad, oh, weird. Uh, uh, her dad had to move her business to the what? country. Okay. <laughs> Don't <laughs> think about it too much. Sure. He's really um, getting into cows. Yes. <laughs> he had a midlife crisis. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so uh, she's new. She's nervous. The teacher is so unreliable, so unhelpful. It is Hell great. Yeah. I love her so much. <laughs> um, but uh, she just sits back and is like, oh, yeah, introduce yourself. I, I do no work here. Don't, don't worry about me. <laughs> but, um, like, if it's all students in all different grades, and I think at one point they say, like, oh, yeah, we kind of, like, do our own, like, self-studying. So I'm like, yeah, why is there a teacher? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, truly just a babysitter. Yeah, um, pretty yeah. much. Uh, but Hodorun uh, is introduced. Uh, everyone is like, oh, she's a city girl. Ooh, city. Ooh. I've heard about that in stories. <laughs> um, but uh, they sit down and they're like, okay, first period is Japanese. And everyone pulls out different workbooks because this is where she learns, oh, everyone else is doing their own thing. Oh, I guess I don't actually have classmates my age, just everyone else in this school. And it starts to sink in as they just have uh, homeroom study breaks sort of learning. That uh, must be very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, like, the teacher, I'm sure, also has, like, a third grade <laughs> education level based on how much <laughs> she teaches. So I assume all the older students are like, yeah, no one else can help me. I'm j- if I don't, I don't know this, I'll never learn it. <laughs> You're on your own, kid. It's the real uh, world. But yeah, so they... Uh, break for gym class they go out and see a bunch of buckets lining the hallway because oh it's an old schoolhouse with five kids we're not repairing it <laughs> so uh just a bunch of leak buckets everywhere uh and they go out and play dodgeball um or some version of it it's kind of monkey in the middle eh, it's fine um 
But uh, uh, Hodorun tries to catch the ball and drops it, but also drops the keys from her pocket. And all the other kids are like, oh, keys? What? What? Weird. And she's like, oh, yeah, my, my parents are going to work late, so i got to make sure I can let myself in. And they're all like, you can lock your house door? What? <laughs> what? Who's, who's breaking in? Phil? <laughs> <laughs> There's ten people in this town. If, Just if around goes hey, missing in my house, I can b- make a checklist and systematically check in with everyone and be done before lunch. So, uh, the good yeah, old days um, where you didn't have to lock your doors back before cities invented crime. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this episode is just a lot of culture shock for Hodorun, uh getting used mm-hmm. to country life. Um, so later on, they're all walking home, and Ren invites Hodorun over, uh, and uh, the whole gang goes with her, and they see uh, she has like a little family farm. Uh, they mention that the town, the quote-unquote town, <laughs> is a candy store and a co-op grocery, and that's it. <laughs> That's no, crazy. I think they said they have like a police box, so not even like a police station. It's just like, no, we call the police from like the next county over if anything happens. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. it's it's very charming, but I think about like actually growing up in an environment like this, and it, it makes me sucks. like, yeah, it yeah. must be very. You gotta make your own entertainment. Yeah, like my grandpa living like way out there. It's like if you want something. You gotta wait till you want a few other things because it's gonna be like yeah. an hour and a half trip in and back, like or even ways. just the people. Yeah, you, got, you can't make any new friends. You just know the same four people your whole life. <laughs> wait, uh, that small town living, baby. Mm-hmm. You guys know you more than four people. With the people you know, and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, got a little family farm and. Uh, they go into the yard, and Ren is like, ah, oh, I got a magic trick for you. And tries to, like, wolf whistle, but no sound comes out. And they're like, what is happening here? But What's going on? Ah, oh, it's a dog whistle, and the good kind, because she summons a tanuki. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, so, yeah, she's like, yeah, this is my friend. Uh, this is Goo. Uh, uh, and... Uh, yeah, it's just a little, a little animal friend. And she's like, oh, he's going to do a trick and actually whistles. But he just sits there. Yeah, he she- doesn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> like, w- I have two notes for this episode. It's, hey, look at that cow. And hell yeah, goo. And that's it. <laughs> yep, that's all you need. <laughs> that's the complexity of the plot in this show of, yep. mm-hmm. that's a good animal. <laughs> uh, so we... Uh, the next day, they're all walking to school, and Ren is like, Hey, Hodoru was saying we live in the country, but we don't live in the country country, right? Right. And they're all like, No, no. Essentially going like, Country is anything poorer than us. That's <laughs> the country. We're, we're just a small town. Uh and they just keep discussing, like, yeah, there's, like, cows and stuff, but it's not, like, the middle of the woods. That's the country. <laughs> <laughs> like, your definition of country is country as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sort of just, like, the passing it down the line. Anyone in a more remote place is more country than me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, they're like, nope, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, and they go to school. 
Uh, they're eating lunch, and it's made of some of the foods that they gathered, and Hodorun is like, oh, fresh, delicious ingredients. Hmm, this didn't come from a package. I love Silver uh, Spoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just cracks an egg in her mouth. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Ren uh, says, "Like, hey, save your dessert. We got, we got a little adventure planned." Uh, so they save their little mochi and they go walking out into the woods, and ah, uh, they take it up to a beautiful cherry blossom tree on a hill with a great view of the countryside. But it's not the country; it's just countryside. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> it's just the side. Uh, and finally, uh, uh, Hodorun is like, "Ah, okay." I, I'm not as nervous now because this fucking rules. This this is great. Uh, I can finally relax. I feel like I've been initiated. <laughs> uh, but uh, because they went on their little excursion, uh, they missed their bus home. So they're <laughs> sitting at the bus stop and Hodorun is like, when's the next bus? And they're like, oh, don't worry. It's two hours from now. <laughs> yeah, that's country. Yeah. And and they say, yeah, I guess these country buses are kind of inconvenient. And Ren latches onto that and is like, I knew it. We are country. <laughs> you lied to me. Uh, and that's where we end episode one. What plot really happened? A student went to school. That's great. That's, that's, about, that's it. about as much complexity as I can deal with right now. <laughs> yeah. And that's all there is. Good news. Uh, at the cherry blossom tree, I was fully expecting Ren to be like, this is where my family's buried as I was raised by the, like, I was waiting for the other shoe to still drop. And I was like, huh? And then they, no, Someone they just like has to out. have a tragic backstory. There's got Surprise, right. Goo is her father. <laughs> the reincarnated <Whoa>. spirit. <laughs> so, in episode two, we get the perspective of Hotaru and we just see them in class and she's just kind of reiterating all of the things that are different in this class compared to her classes in Tokyo. Um, and the teacher is full uh, full on snoozing. Hell yeah. Because uh, she doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we get all the names plain laid out for us. She introduces us to all the students. So Ren, we've already said she's the little one. She's in first grade. Uh, we've got Natsumi. Uh, she's the tall one. I think she's in eighth grade. Um, and then grade. there's uh, Komari, Natsumi's older sister, and Suguru, who is their older brother. <laughs> who is just not in this show. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> I love him. Um, so Ren, she like pokes Hotaru's back and she's like, should I turn in my worksheet? And she's like, yeah. So she takes it up to the teacher. Um, and now she can just... Have a break. Um, so I not did my me. work for the day. Goodbye. <laughs> Basically. I'm just going to sit over there now. Um, so Natsumi is having trouble with her worksheet, and she's worried that at the rate she's going, she's not going to get her break at all. So she asks the teacher if she can take her break now. And the teacher is like, well, I mean, if you're finished as a human being... <laughs> Then, like, I guess, but think about it first. And she seems to be thinking about it. She gets up from her chair and walks to the back of the classroom and then grabs the ball. And she's like, anybody want to play? So I guess she's done. I'm a dropout. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I get about as much education as I am enrolled in the school. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I do love that they just, like, 
they do play. Like, even though she's, like, 13 or whatever and her sister is 14, mm-hmm. they still play with a ball and, like, crawl around in caves and stuff because that's all there is to do. I remember, like, going to middle school and being like, oh, you don't get recess anymore. I was like, what? It's like, the fuck you mean <laughs> I don't get recess anymore? Um, this is also where we find out the teacher is Ren's sister, like, much older sister. So I was like, oh, oh missed literally, that. Literally everyone in the school is related to each other except for Hodor. Wow. <laughs> like one family um, makes up three-fifths of the school. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, so Hotaru explains that uh, Komari, Natsumi's older sister, got her nickname Komachan not because of her name, but because she's small. <laughs> Komai means small. Small. Um, so she asks Hotaru what their next subject is, and Hotaru just can't get over how cute she is. Um, and uh, Komari opens the door to the classroom, and an eraser falls on her head, and Ren and Natsumi are like, oh, that was a prank for the teacher. Um, but she's angrier that her sister calls her Komachan than about the actual eraser. Um, so she yells at Natsumi to apologize. Hotaru says that, uh, they should apologize, Natsume and Ren. Um, and she offers to get the chalk out of Komari's hair, but she just ends up, like, patting her head and rubbing her hair. She's so small. So small. She's so cute, I gotta pet her. <laughs> her hair must be so soft. <laughs> um, so Komari sits at her desk, and she finds a candy in her backpack, and Ren and Natsumi are there. They're like, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> smelled some chocolate. Um, she's like, oh, I got it at the candy store yesterday. Forgot to take it out. Um, and she's talking about, like, candy trends. And Ren's like, I don't care about that. I just want to eat some candy. Um, she gets and it. Kom- <laughs> and Komari's yeah. like, I'm not going to give it to you. So she offers it to Hotaru. Hotaru. Um, and she's very happy that Komari gave her something. A gift from Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Natsumi is like, Ren, if we cry, maybe she'll give us some candy. So they try to make her feel guilty and it works. And Komari is like, Hotaru, can I have the candy back? And then she starts crying. Hotaru starts crying. She's like, I'm so happy that you gave me a gift. (laughs) Um, so they're like, no, uh, okay, we can't take it from you. You could keep it. And then she's all peppy again. And she just like frolics out into the hall. <laughs> she's <laughs> so happy. She, she's to the moon and back. She is so excited just to get this game. It's like, mm-hmm. God, what a simple life. <laughs> um, and then later on, uh, probably on a different day, we see Hotaru at home and she's admiring her candy. I also like <laughs> that the show is kind of segmented, but we see like little things like that from the segment before. So it's still all tied together mm-hmm. where it's yeah, like, it's, yeah, this is a different thing on a different day, but also yeah. remember this. Yeah. They have like a common episode narrative where it's like, okay, this is all about like this relationship or this dynamic or something like mm-hmm. the first one was technically segmented, but it's, oh, new student feels weird, but finally feels accepted. And yeah. now we have like different things. So this is a good way to do this sort of segmented rather than like, yeah, that was cute. Don't think about it. It does not matter for the rest of the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you can easily just take the like individual fast-paced segmented moments of like other shows we've talked about, like Nietzsche or something, 
and just put the we'll put all the segments that are focused on one character into one episode, and it'll kind of easily convey a story like this. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so Hotaru is at home. Yeah, she's admiring her candy, and her mom comes in, and she says she has a phone call from a friend, um, and it is Komari, and she says, hey, I'm... Uh, I'm close to your house, so I thought maybe you'd want to hang out. And she's like, of course I do. <laughs> um, so they get off the phone, and Hotaru's like, what should I wear? I need to look grown up, because it's my senpai. She's so old and cool. <laughs> um, so we see Komari. She's out waiting by a tree, complaining that Ren and Natsumi didn't care about her new grown-up dress. <laughs> um and Hotaru comes, and she's wearing some, like, very, like, business casual clothes. <laughs> she's got, like, a blazer on, and for some reason she's wearing glasses, and her, her, she has her hair in a side ponytail. Got a purse. And, yeah, and Komari seriously doesn't know that it's her. Um, she thinks that she's just a lady visiting from out of town. <laughs> oh, and, no, you went too far. You went too adult. Too mature. Yeah. <laughs> um... So she's like, oh, I need to handle this situation like a grown-up. And she says, I'm not supposed to go anywhere with strangers. (laughs) And she's like, fuck. That was not grown-up at all. (laughs) Um, And Hotaru says that she just wants to go to the candy store, like, completely oblivious that Komari doesn't realize that it's her. Um, And Komari tries to say, like, I'm waiting for my friend, whatever. But she, like, doesn't voice it loud enough. So... They go to the candy store. (laughs) Komari follows her anyway. Um, And so Hotaru asks where the candy store is. Komari says, oh, it's through this tunnel up ahead. Um, And Hotaru asks if it's safe. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's just something the locals use. Um, They get to the tunnel. It's very dark. Komari is like, there's a longer way around. You might want to go that way because it's so dark. But Hotaru is already walking in. um and komari is spooked but hotaru is relaxed and komari is like oh how could she be so relaxed i guess it's just because this is a grown-up woman (laughs) Uh, but hotaru is just excited to eat candy (laughs) um and they make it out and now it's candy store time and hotaru is so excited and komari is like oh i don't really have much money so hotaru offers to buy her some um, they're looking around, and Hotaru notices that they're already selling shaved ice, so that's what they're gonna get. Um, she picks the green tea and red bean flavor, uh, but it's expensive, but she's like, don't worry about it. Here's a 10,000 yen bill. Shit. So it's like paying with a hundred dollar bill <laughs> for eight dollars. I, I've done that. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you gotta break that bill and people don't want to do it unless you buy something. Yeah. Um, she says it's her New Year's money. She's like, I'm glad I saved this. Um, so they sit down to eat and they both think that the green tea flavor is bitter. And Komari, Komari is like, oh, this must be what grown-ups eat. And Hotaru is like, I just got this to impress Komari. <laughs> <laughs> We're both so grown-up, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Komari is like, I just gotta, I gotta stick with it to make sure this grown-up lady likes me. So she shovels a bunch in her mouth and then she gets a brain freeze. Oh yeah, that's um, why she still fully thinks it's just a stranger. Yeah. Like, Come along, child. We're going to candy store. 
Yeah, and Hotaru hasn't still hasn't realized that that's the case. <laughs> um, so afterwards, they're walking along. They both have some flowers. They're holding little flowers. And Hotaru says that it's beautiful out here, that she was nervous about moving, but she likes it. Um, so they're parting ways, and Hotaru thanks her for hanging out and walks away. And Komari is like, wow, that grown-up lady is so cool. <laughs> uh, she gets home. She tells Natsumi and uh, Suguru about what happened. And they're like, oh, what was the lady's name? And she's like, I didn't ask. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, heck, I was supposed to hang out with Hotaru. So she goes and calls her up and apologizes. And Hotaru is like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's episode two. It, it's a weird instance of simple miscommunication as a plot device. But it's not annoying. Yeah, I didn't which is hate weird. it. Yeah. I was because like, it didn't last long enough for it to become annoying, and it wasn't like, about something super big. Yeah, yeah, it was just comical enough to be like, okay, this is fine. Without it, like a third party is introduced, and neither of them like introduce each other to the other person. Like, it's weird that no one was like, hey, uh, school or Hotaru wasn't like, yeah. oh yeah, remember this thing before, mm-hmm. uh, but. Yeah, it it was fine. It's this is so light and <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It's inconsequential. It's it's fapid, but not in a bad way. Like it's yeah. not as an insult. It's just very, yeah, very light and airy. It, it reminded me once when me and Dugan were down in San Diego and I saw my old roommate there and didn't recognize him at first. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Hey. hey. Neither of us should be here. <laughs> we caught each other sneaking out. Um, uh, yeah, then we get episode three. Starts off with uh, Natsumi and Komori. Uh, <laughs> once again, my only notes for episode two were just their names. Because just nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. But it actually helps me. Um, so yeah, Natsumi and Komori are uh, getting ready for a school outing. And, uh, and Natsumi comes in and Komori's making uh, rice balls for lunch. She's like, ooh, let me help you out. She's like, yeah, you can help me. Just don't goof around. Don't do anything weird with them. He's like, nah, nah, I won't do anything weird. Unless. And then Natsumi, <laughs> like, while they're talking, Natsumi, like, uh, stumbles upon some, like, spicy mustard. He's like, hey, what do we put some spicy mustard in? And that way, the lucky person will get a little treat in there. Kamari's like, your definition of lucky is weird. <laughs> and then we get the opening. And then in class, we see uh, Hotaru is uh, surprised that they're doing an outing. And Kamari's like, yeah, I only remembered because Natsumi told me. Natsumi's like, ah, you two gotta pay attention better in class. Ha ha ha. Says the person that's easily doing the worst in the class within <laughs> the two episodes we've seen so far. Um, and turns out their outing is to go to a rice field and plant some rice at the teacher's family's rice field farm. Yay, unpaid labor. <laughs> it's definitely not to get out of work. It's definitely an educational field trip for the school students and not free labor. That's not what that is. That's how we know there's literally zero regulation on the school (laughs) in this town. (laughs) I remember when I was a kid in elementary school, a lot of library time was, hey, learn how the Dewey Decimal System works by reshelving books for me, 10-year-olds. That sucks. Like, it was fine. It was like a tiny elementary school library, but it's just yeah. like, hey, I would love to be, like, reading or something now. And it's like, no, <laughs> put these books on, back on the shelf for me. Uh, like, cool. All right. Great. 
I just had a lot of movie days because the teacher was hungover as hell. And it's like, okay, we're, <laughs> hey, we're watching Elf. It's like, but it's it's May. It's like, yeah, we're watching that funny Will Ferrell. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, I love him. And I saw Elf so many fucking times. Um, yeah, so it turns out, yeah, the teacher's Ren sister, and they their family owns a rice farm. So, free labor, here we go. Uh, when it comes back to the students, uh, I think it was Kamori says, so like, oh, yeah, I forgot. She does this every year. Like, we should have expected this. Um, and it turns out the teacher only told Natsumi. And she's like, I didn't... <laughs> basically being like, I told the dumb one because I didn't want the other smart students to realize what I was doing, sort of thing. <laughs> but also, I have a way of excusing myself for doing this by saying, I told somebody, like, giving herself an out. Um... And Hattori's bummed. She's like, oh, I, I didn't know we were doing an outing, so I didn't bring lunch because uh, I didn't know about it. Kamori's like, oh, don't worry. I We made plenty of rice balls so we can share some of those. Hattori's like, oh, senpai's rice balls. I gotta, I gotta earn them. I gotta do good. I gotta impress her. <laughs> um, gotta impress us 13-year-old because I am <laughs> Yeah, looking at just like the girls in the opening, I fully thought Hattori was going to be the oldest. So I'm just like, oh, she's in fifth grade. <laughs> she's a sophisticated Tokyo girl. Ooh, fancy. Uh, and we see the teacher teaching Ren how to plant the rice because Ren's planting the rice uh, plants and then stomping on him, walking over him. She's like, no, you got to plant them and then walk backwards so you don't step on them by accident. And then we see uh, Natsumi over on the side out of the fields. Uh, has a little tantrum. Just rolling around the grass being like, I want to go to a zoo, I want to go to the city, I want to go to a movie theater, I want to go on a, I want to ride on a train at least. So, you know, just being like, I want a real outing. Uh, and then she sits back up, she's like, all right, I got that out of my system. That's good. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, it just pans over and we see her brother's just sitting next to her. She's like, oh, were you there the whole time? And he just like <laughs> nods because he does not speak ever. Um, and she sees like a few supplies on the side. And she just picks up like a bamboo, like, shoot and a hat and like an apron and puts it on him and she's like haha we got a scarecrow and he's just standing there like in a scarecrow position like t-posing it's like <laughs> you, you want to not do that but no okay you're fine with this okay and like, he just <laughs> he just nothing. loves his little sisters he'll do anything <laughs> as I long as i don't have to speak in any of these episodes i'm game <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know if he has a soul i, I don't know if he's <laughs> alive um Goo, is that you in there? <laughs> He's piloting a man body. Uh, and then we see Komori's uh, out in the rice field, and she gets stuck in the mud. And she yells over to Natsumi, like, hey, can you help me out? I'm, I'm stuck. I got in a little deeper than I thought it was, and I can't get my feet out. And we see she's wearing, like, those, like, fishermen, like, the long suspenders, like, rubber suspenders and stuff for being in, you know, wet fields and stuff. Uh, and Natsumi gets all smug, like, ha-ha, got in over your head. Need help from your little sister? I guess I can help you. And she gets in all suited up too. And uh, she goes to help Kamori. And whoops, she got stuck too. She didn't look where she was going. It fell right into the same trap. So then they try and wave down uh, Hatoru. They're like, hey, can you help us out? And she can't hear him because she's just in the zone. She's got to plant these rice plants and get those rice balls. She's got she, she to impress Senpai. So she's just in overdrive. Can't hear him. And Natsumi says, like, oh, I got an idea. Kamari, you climb up on top of me. Use me as a stepping stone to get out of this, like, you know, mud pit we're in. And uh, then you can climb out and get someone else to help you. She's like, all right, good idea. So she, like, bends over a little bit. Kamori climbs up on top of her back. And while they're doing this, Ren is just planting the rice plants and walking backwards and bumps right into him and, whoop, knocks them both over. 
and then it cuts to uh, all four of them on the side of the rice plants, like, cleaning off the sisters. Because they got stuck in the mud. <laughs> Meanwhile, we just see the teacher, like, riding by on a tractor, like, rice planter machine. Like, it's planting as she's riding by. And she's basically laughing, like, Oh, I wanted to test out to see which was better, the machine or manual labor. The machine is always better. Ha ha! And, like, just drives off. <laughs> and like, anyway, you guys what? can leave. Yeah, she's like, you're done for the day because I remembered we bought this tractor and I forgot I could have been using it the whole time. It's like, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> so, How good of an educator is the person that is like, hmm, what's faster, a rice planting machine or a varied age group of children? <laughs> <It's literally laughs> better children. at manual labor. <laughs> um, and so they take a break. They break for lunch. And Hatoru gets this rice ball she was working so much for. It's like, yeah, we, now we can relax and then we just go off and do something else because <laughs> we don't have a teacher anymore, so I guess we don't have to go to school. And Nasumi grabs her eyes and like, yeah, we spent all morning making these, so these should be good. Ah, shit, I got the mustard one! It's like, haha. So, uh, she ended up tricking herself. You uh, played yourself. You played yourself. That night we see uh, Komori's binge-watching a bunch of movie rentals they got from the rental store. <laughs> That's how you know... This is the country. Because we see a house with, like, solar paneling. So it's like, oh, it's pretty, like, modern. It's recent. But there's still a rental store in town. (laughs) Well, the rental store is actually ten stations away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why she's binging them. Uh, But they're due back tomorrow. So she's Mm -hmm. got to, I guess she was slacking on them. She's like, I got to make it worth the rental price. So I got to watch everything tonight. Uh, Also just worth the trip. Yeah. (laughs) Just to justify that fucking ten station ride. Um, so she's, like, watching, like, a romance movie, like, a tragic romance movie when Natsumi comes in. Natsumi's like, oh, it's tragic? I guess one of them gets, like, an illness and dies or something. And, like, while they're sitting there talking, uh, Kamori's, like, watching, she's like, huh, I didn't expect a virus to wipe out every single character in the entire movie and they all die. It's like, that was a weird movie. (laughs) They gotta, they gotta keep it, uh, fresh. They gotta (laughs) surprise the audience. (laughs) Uh, and, uh... Natsumi's like, all right, well, I'm going to bed. I'm tired. Uh, and Kamori's like, all right, I gotta watch this like one last movie. And it's like, oh, it's a scary movie. Shit, I forgot I rented. That's fine. I'm old. I, you know, it used to scare me as a kid, but I'm I'm 14 now. I can handle this. She could not handle this. Um, <laughs> so she watches the whole scary movie, and then that night we see Kamori like uh, crawling into Natsumi's room and then crawl underneath her uh, futon like with her. She's like, oh, what are you doing? What are you get out of my room? She's like. No, I just, I'm not scared or anything, but I just, I want to be here. It's like, all right, I'll sleep in your room then. It's like, no, I want you to be here too, but I'm not scared. It's like, all right, fine. Oh, God, what's that? It goes behind it. And she freaks out. Uh, me is just teasing her sister repeatedly because she's clearly very scared. She's like, all right, fine. I'll get you your, your old teddy bear and this other thing and this blanket. She's like, oh, here it is. And Natsumi turns around, it's wearing like a clown mask and scares the crap out of Komori again. And, uh, so like, oh, don't worry, you got your teddy bear here, but uh, if I'm being honest, it's been through some wear and tear. It's uh, looking a little rough for its age, and it's just like, basically just like the felt skin of like a stuffed animal. Like, everything's beaten out of it, it's all ripped up. I all love when older down. people have... <laughs> <laughs> I love when older people have stuff like that, though, where it's like, yeah, this is my blankie from when I was a baby, and it's just like a torn strip of fabric at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had pl- I- I think my parents still have the blanket from when I was a little kid. And then, like, yeah, my, like, baby, baby blanket, it's just, like, one sheet of, like, satin. Like, that's the only thing that survived. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, she's like, 
she like throws the stuffed bear into the futon with Komori and it sits on the edge of the futon so Komori can't get out. She's like freaking out because it's so, it's her stuffed bear, but it's so beaten up and it's dark. It scares her. Um, and then they eventually wind down and uh, settle in for bed. And Natsumi's saying like, ah, don't worry about ghosts. Ghosts don't exist. She's like, wait, ghosts don't exist. Does that mean our spirits don't exist? If our spirits don't exist, <laughs> what happens when we die? And he's just like staring up at the ceiling for a while. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Baby's first existential crisis. Yeah. Aw, so and, cute. And she like stares up at the ceiling and we get a shot of the ceiling and it's just like wood. But I couldn't tell if she was seeing stuff in the wood like faces and got scared. Or if she was actually just having an existential crisis of like, Kumari, what happens when we die? And I was like, was freaking out because of that. I think um, it was. I think she was just thinking about it. Yeah, so Don't Natsumi worry, kind of get used to it, kid. <laughs> yeah, we're in the next forty years of your life. Uh, yeah, Natsumi kind of freaks out and uh, tries to wake up Komori, but she's already asleep. She's like, uh, "I'm disturbed or scared." Uh, and then the next day at school, we see uh, Natsumi's late because she had to sleep in because she couldn't sleep all night because she scared herself. Uh, we cut to a new scene. We see Natsumi's uh, teasing her sister, uh, but she says she can be a good sport. Man, I gotta write better notes. That doesn't help anyone, Brendan. <laughs> it's um, fine. <laughs> and then we see uh, Natsume and uh, Komori outside, and uh, their mom's yelling at Natsume for breaking a flower pot. She's like, no, I, I didn't break a flower pot. It was a straight cat. It, it stole some food. I forget what type of food it was, but it's like the cat stole the food, and as I was running off, it broke the flower pot. It wasn't me. Komori can back me up, right, Komori? Komori's like, uh, No. It's like, what do you mean no? It's like, no to me or no to mom? It's like, no. It's like, I, oh. So, <laughs> make me choose. Yeah. So she's kind of freaking out. And Natsumi's like, uh, starts arguing with her mom more. And it's like, why do I, why should I believe you, Natsumi? You, you lied about the last time you broke the plot, pot. You lied about uh, failing a test. Uh, you lied about something else. She's like, I didn't lie about that. I just didn't show you it. It's like, that it's, still means you're a shit kid. <laughs> Basically saying, like, you're the troublemaker of the three kids, so, like, why should I believe you now? And Natsumi's like, fine, don't believe me. I'm just gonna run away. See ya! And runs off and grabs Kamori on the way out and drags her along with her. They're like, well, what are we gonna do now? We ran away from home. It's like, oh, we're gonna go to our secret hideout. It's like, ah, I don't, ah, don't want to go to the secret hideout. It's like, ah, come on. And we see it's like they're crawling through, like, a sewer canal sort of tunnel. Very clean. Um... <laughs> And when it gets to the other side, there's like there's an no old... no one in this town. No one has that much poop. <laughs> I, oh, I, mm, you, don't, you don't need a lot of people to get a lot of poop. I can tell you that. Please. Yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, so they crawl through the tunnels and they find like... It's like an old industrial building. I think it's still in service. I think it's just like... Yeah, it's a small town. No one's like running it 24-7. They kind of like only go there when something breaks, I guess. Um, so it's a perfect for a hideout, perfect for a little corner they can find in the building where no one ever really goes. And they got a table there and they got like a little tea kettle and some like tennis rackets and stuff. So it's clearly been there before and they get bored immediately. Cause yeah, if you've had a secret hideout before, you know, there's fuck all there. So <laughs> you got it takes a lot of effort to get in there. And then once you're in there, you're like, Hmm, well, this was, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> uh, and they play, some sort of like rhyming game. I forget, or like I looked it up. It's okay. called Shiri Tori, and it's just a word game where you have to start your word with the last character of the word that came before. Mm, okay. Ah. 
So they play that for a bit and find out that Kamori is absolutely awful at it. Like, just garbage at it. <laughs> and they're sitting around longer. They're like, oh, I'm hungry. Kamori's like, oh, I got a little candy. And she pulls out a kit moat bar. Legally dissimilar brand name, check. Uh, to kick that bar. She's like, oh, great, we can split it. So they split it up and they eat it. Uh, and while they're eating it, Kamori notices some old drawings behind a piece of wood they had uh, propped up. And it was old drawings Natsume did last time she got into a fight with their mom and ran away. It's like, we're going to live on our own. We're going to be, you know, we don't ever have to go back. We don't follow anyone's rules. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember when you did this. Yeah, you ran away last time you got in trouble. And then when we got hungry last time, we didn't have food. So you started eating the grass over there and it made yourself sick. And then I had to carry you back home. And we get a little flashback of them of being like them as little toddlers. Little babies. Their mom running out being like, oh, God, what happened? You know, their mom picking them up and carrying them back home. And they're like, all right. Yeah, I got nostalgic. I, I steamed off. I cooled off a bit. Let's go back home. And on the way home, they noticed the cat. That's that straight cat that broke my pot. Come here, little it's bastard. Real. And they go chasing after it. And it's got the little piece of food it stole from earlier. And as they follow it. They see the cat. Cat's a mama. Brought it back to the three little kittens. Taking Aww. care of it. Wanted to feed the kittens. Three kittens. Just like the three siblings. I mean, technically it's, two, it's like two siblings, but like the one doesn't really count. <laughs> uh, and Natsumi sees that. And like, as they get closer to the cat, like kind of hisses at them to, you know, back off from the kittens. And uh, they eat up their little food and then the cats run off. And Natsumi's uh, like, yeah, okay, let's head back. And uh, on their way back, uh, they run into their brother, who's out on his bike. He gives them a ride home on the bike. I love it. I love <laughs> I was, the little tiny characterization he gets, where it's like, yes, it's clear he loves his sisters. <laughs> I was curious how they were all going to fit on that one bike, but it, it worked. Mm-hmm. Kamori, They're small. Kamori, yeah, Kamori's small. She fits. Um, and then once back home, their mom... They're, like, sneaking in, like, all right, we just got to get back to our room before mom finds out we, like, ran away for so long. And, like, while they're sneaking in, the mom sneaks up by them, like, you two daughters ran off again! And, like, they flinch, like, thinking they're gonna get hit. And her mom's hand flies out of them and just, like, kind of pats them on the head of, like, you idiots. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't get in trouble. Uh, we see them having dinner, just like old times, so it seems like everyone cooled off and forgave each other. And then, uh, that night we see Natsume crawl into Komori's bed, saying, like, what are you doing? It's like, I don't know, I just, you know... I, th- I couldn't get to sleep. I was thinking a lot. I had a lot of my brain. You know, I, I think I kind of regret dragging you into everything today. So I just, she's like, are you doing this to forgive me? She's like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> like, trying to play it off. Kamori's like, yeah, I guess you really can't do much without me, can you? And Natsumi's like, yeah. Wait. And then it cuts like right there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's episode three. Yeah. Uh, uh, the vibes of the... I needed this. Uh, it's, it's very sweet. So are we there yet? No, it's garbage. It's awful. We all hated it, right? <laughs> I need intense narrative. <laughs> no, this, uh, this was... I need 40 more characters to be invested. <laughs> uh, th- th- too much linear plot in this. I need to uh, take fragments of each episode, but just swap them so I don't know what's happening. Uh, but yeah, this, this was just a nice little palate cleanser. This was a... Just a good little break. Uh, I we're towards the. I was I was about to yeah. say we're towards <laughs> the end of summer here, but no, summer goes no. until like October in Los Angeles. So yeah, yeah it's, no. uh, 
<laughs> I've just been reflecting on like, oh, I haven't really had summer for several reasons, but uh, <laughs> but this was just a nice little thing of like, ah, remember going outside, being a child, ah, mm, great, mm. Mm, uh, delicious, <laughs> and yeah, this just really hit the spot. Yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it. It was uh the characters are really cute and the short little stories are nice. I, in terms of like a vibey kind of show, I do mm-hmm. prefer like a laid back camp where there is more of like a narrative just because Yeah. I don't know like it it we've watched shows where nothing happens, but typically those are like <laughs> comedies, you know? Seinfeld, you know. Yeah. My favorite And animal. and this was funny, like it had its moments. But for me, it wasn't funny enough <laughs> to like gotcha. be completely about nothing. But I did enjoy it. Yeah, we've had. I mean, even we just watched uh, Mr. Osamasu's Hunt. Uh, Mr. Os- as redundant, uh, Mr. <laughs> Osamasu, um, which was comedy. It was sketch. It was like segmented, like we talked about. Um, but that kind of like that. I would say that's a sketch show where there is yeah. no plot. It's all just joke, 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 joke. And that's kind of like what Nichijou was. Uh, and then we've had, I always forget the title. It was similar to Nichijou, but less. Azumanga Dayo. That. That was kind of like a chiller version where mm-hmm. it was like segmented and it's kind of slice of lifey. But that had nothing going on. No. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, too th- slow. Yeah. This definitely has stuff going on, but it is very much like, I think the first like two minutes of this, of episode one, which is like, establishing shots of like the environment which was nice it was nice but yeah there, it was definitely like slower pace than like you know i, I talked about i mentioned already but like silver spoon where it's yeah. kind of, it, it's reminiscent of, a, of like that rustic farm life mentality of like ah oh, wouldn't it be nice to have a simpler lifestyle that is tied in with the school element so that's got more plus stuff going on but it's kind of like a calmer version of that but yeah i there's some comedic moments in there and there's jokes um one joke in episode one is with the leaking in the roof, like with the yeah. buckets underneath. <laughs> They're like, oh, don't stand around those buckets because uh, the wood gets rotten around it and you'll uh, drop through the floor. And she's like, oh, really? And Natsumi's like, nah, no one's dumb enough to fall through the floor around here. And as she's saying that, the camera like pans back or zooms out <laughs> and we see their brother is halfway through the floor as he fell through it. And I was like, that's gr- like, that's a funny yeah, moment. That made me laugh. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize this whole show as a comedy because yeah, it's, like, it's literally just a show for the vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which isn't bad. It's, it's good. It's if that's yeah. what you want, that's what you'll get. I feel like on the scale, like this, like this is also giving just such strong Barakamon vibes of mm-hmm. just, like, oh yeah, just quiet countryside with a small child. Yeah, um, I feel like that is the correct level of narrative for this type of show because mm-hmm. it is very slice of life, but it does have plot progression and things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like if this was just a touch more in that direction, if even if they just uniformly said like, okay, there is a theme to this episode, like we kind of got in the first two. Yeah. Um, but they just carried it through a little bit more. That third one got a little too fragmented. But yeah. I feel like if they just had like a core central thing, and even if they just do like scenes related, that would help it. But yeah, yeah. again, I can't complain too much. It's just uh, putting those wishes of what would push it over the edge to be 
even better. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can still like something and say it's great, but it could you know, still be improved in some places. Mm-hmm. It was just the, cute. It was very mm-hmm. cute. The problem with the level of, like this level of chill for me in a show is if I'm watching something to chill out this much, I'm just going to fall. Like, I, I <laughs> struggled to stay awake. Not because it was boring, but because I was just like, Real relaxed. I was like, "Yo, I can just, I can just like sleep right now. Like, I don't have mm-hmm. to be watching something." <laughs> so, oh, like, if, sense of security. It's so low. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if I'm watching something that's like this, like chilled out, like it's nice, it's pleasant, but I'm probably gonna opt for just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd say we are. We enjoyed this. I don't know. We'll yeah. continue watching it, but I'd say collectively, it was enough to be a yes. Yeah, there's like three seasons of this. I don't know if I could do that. That's a lot. There's a lot of this show. So if it continues at this pace, I assume they have to heighten it at some point. So maybe like if you jump into season two or three, you'll get Mm -hmm. some more narrative. But yeah, as of now, if you got to chill out and you've already watched Laid Back Camp, watch this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one episode where you just follow Goo the whole time. Like, what's he doing on his days? (laughs) What's What's he up up to? Uh, and he just has like a secret, like Dexter's lab sort of thing. <laughs> he's, he's literally the just most Tom city Nook. of everyone in this town. <laughs> he's running things. He's running this town. He's the mayor. <laughs> well, what do we have going on next week? Next week uh, is not so chill. Um, <laughs> we're uh, we enjoy talked this break while you get it. <laughs> <laughs> we talked briefly about Hunger Games anime when we did our. Uh, when we made our own anime and this is adjacent oh uh we're watching the first three episodes of future diary Ooh, Mm -hmm. yeah future future (laughs) everything is chrome in the future oh god it really is If there's a show you think is shiny and chrome, you can send that to us. Uh, our email is arewebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at arewebthereyet. At arewebthereyet on both. Um, <laughs> I got so relaxed, I just closed my eyes and forgot I was speaking for a moment. Right? It happens. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan and other things out there. Uh, you You know. <laughs> Great salesman. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at honey period D, on Twitter at honey D8 and honey D art, or on Twitch at honey underscore D, and honey is spelled H U N N I E. Let me show you how it's done, Dugan. Gather around, kids, I got an offer for you. <laughs> Come on down to Twitter, we can find ABTS printed for the hottest takes on everything you do not care about. Do you need that information? <laughs> no, sir, you do not. But it will come to you free of charge. The hottest can... takes on Brent on memes that Brendan hates. <laughs> God, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of bad takes. On them. Uh, it also stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast. You like podcasts? You're listening to one right now. Come here for the video game talks. It's it's bad. Doug's been playing nothing but <laughs> for like a year and a half. Like, we don't talk about video games anymore. Um, I'm sorry, you were showing me how it's done advertising? Listen, no one can sell that fucking show. That podcast is dead in the water. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, thank you, Camille Rui, for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Found a raccoon dog. I'm going to name him Scruff. <gasps> yeah.